Tanner and I have like debates. Tanner says he doesn't like to even bring a coat with him because he feels like he has to babysit it and watch it. And so he'll he'll go like the whole winter essentially wearing a sweatshirt. And I don't I don't play that game. I gotta have a coat. You know, once it's below like zero, that's coat weather, man. You gotta have one. Welcome to the Bar Band Podcast, where we talk to the smartest athletes, coaches, and minds from around the world of strength. I'm your host, David Thomas Tao, and this podcast is presented by Barbend.com. Today, I'm joined for the second time by Tommy DeFee, one half of Massonomics. They make memes, they sell apparel, they record a podcast, and mostly, they don't take themselves too seriously. It's definitely the best multimedia strength sports company from Western Northeast South Dakota. You can bet on that. We talk smelling salts, lifting jorts, and a lot of other stuff that would never touch a normal strength sports podcast. Hope you enjoy. So podcasting is all about mistakes and making your mistakes public. And speaking of a mistake, Tommy, welcome back to the Barbed <laughs> Podcast for the second I couldn't time. Have, I couldn't have said it better myself. When when I got the email asking if I wanted to be on it, I thought, really? He wants to do this again? Uh, okay, here we go. Well, you and I are both strength sports aficionados, and we're not afraid of failure. You know what I mean? You, you, you try, and sometimes the bar is just not moving how you want it that day. Yeah. You know, we've recorded 333 episodes of the Massonomics podcast, and there's so much failure in there. Like, we're an expert on failure at this point. I need to charge you for these plugs. That plug was way too early in this podcast <laughs> recording. Normally, normally that's like the last 20% of the podcast. You're just coming out of the gates being like, yeah, I have my own podcast. Stop listening to this one. And please go listen to the Massonomics podcast. We have so many episodes. Shameless self-promotion. It's what I'm all about. It, it, it begins with shameless self-promotion. There will be some shameless self-promotion in the middle. And it is going to end on a crescendo of self-promotion. The likes of which have never been heard on the airwaves before. Absolutely insane. Well, Tommy, because you led with that, what's going on with Massonomics lately? Oh, Massonomics. Um, well, quite a bit. You know, uh, I can't say that the business has gone through any, we're not like in the music recording industry. Like we haven't changed industries. We're still in the strength fitness industry. But um, yeah, we're just pumping out apparel, pumping out podcasts, and still super active on social media. Well, I got to ask this, because last time you were on the podcast, I had a little bit of difficulty wrapping my head around it. For those who have not heard of Massonomics, what, it's kind of it's like in Zoolander, when Fabio is a model slash actor in that <laughs> yeah. order, and not the other way around, right? How mm -hmm. you all do a lot. Some of it's funny. Not all of it. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm kidding. Yep, Most of it's you're funny. You're totally right. A lot of it's not funny. We try, but... But how do you... <laughs> Again, we're not afraid of failure. Right? <laughs> exactly. But how do you describe what Massonomics is? Because I'm curious if the order of operations has changed in that description. Uh, you, you could ask me this again at the end of the podcast, and the order would probably change. But yeah, it's, it's really hard. I'm going to give it equal. They all get equal footing here. It's apparel, podcast, and social media. That, that's really the, the three core. Actually, I left one out. There is a gym, too. There's four parts to it. Apparel, podcast, social media, gym. Okay, first off, that's a lie because n no one gets equal parts. Like everyone has a favorite <laughs> child, right? Well, okay, that's just the uh, way it is. That's just the way it is. So, what's your what's your favorite aspect? It's uh, you're making this really tough. Um, 
I guess most people probably know us for our Instagram account first. That that probably has the biggest following. Then behind that, I think a lot of people know us for our merchandise. And then if you go a little deeper, there is a podcast. And then if you're really in the know, you know that there's a gym. So let's talk about the gym because I asked you to order what Massonomics is. And you listed three things that weren't the gym. And then you forgot that there was a gym. So yeah, clear, clearly, clearly, that's the one that's your least. I would think that's the one nearest and dearest to your heart because it's a physical space that you can occupy. Well, I'm I'm just aware, you know, we we're stationed here in Western Northeast South Dakota, which isn't exactly the the most popular place in the world. So unless you're like in our very direct area, the gym just doesn't exist, and there's no reason you really need to know it exists. So that's why it always goes last on the list. It's even people that live in our community don't really know about the gym it is it is a bit of a secret so we keep that one maybe on the down low compared to the others you know i live in brooklyn new york and when we're out and about like i'm out in like a nice fancy cocktail bar the vibe is everyone's always saying this is great but if we were in western northeast south dakota you know they they're like two years ahead on this is is generally what we what we think of yeah, like we're like the, uh, the the trendsetters of culture over here. This is this is peak happening of, of modern culture in Western Northeast South Dakota. And just to give a sense of how remote where Tommy lives actually is, we recorded a podcast over a year ago, and the thank you care package I sent him still hasn't arrived. <laughs> and I sent that two-day FedEx. Any day now, you're going to be getting it. Okay, because I was going to say, I don't remember this care package, but all right, yeah, you're right. It does take a little extra time, so I, I will be on the lookout for that. It's the only place you can ship in the lower 48 where a riverboat is mandatory, and I'm not, <laughs> I'm not really sure why. I don't even know if, the, if a river goes to where you all are. It's, it's, the, it's the thought of the riverboat. It's just, you know, we're into tradition around here, so you got to get a riverboat involved somehow. It's actually a riverboat that's on top of an 18-wheeler. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's being pulled, by, being pulled by horses, too, at the same time. Well, okay, we're going we're gonna to lean in on the Massonomics gym because I'm going to make you feel bad that you forgot you actually have a gym. How okay. are things going there? What does membership look like? Uh, and any new, like, exciting equipment additions that took two years to arrive? Yes. Okay. So uh, membership is a little over 60. Like I said, we don't, we don't advertise it. We're not, I mean, you got to find it unless you're searching powerlifting gyms, Aberdeen, South Dakota, you don't know what's in the community. So, it's it's hilarious because Aberdeen's population is 12. So you're really <laughs> expanding. We've tripled yeah, the entire community. It goes to the gym. Uh, yeah. So we have about 60, a little over 60 members equipment so I, it's hard for me to remember we're always getting new stuff i can't remember exactly what was new the last time we talked but in the last year year and a half we've gotten two rogue is it the rm6 we got two of those racks we got another one of their half racks the last time we talked we maybe had just gotten the ghost combo rack which ghost rip they don't exist anymore but we got one of their custom racks gotten a mars bar I don't know if we had the Kabuki Transformer bar when we talked to you. So we've gotten a lot of things. We've, we've gotten, we have most of the toys. So it's it's always something new and exciting. We got a we got one of the uh, Rogue um, Reverse Hypers showing up any day now. We've been we've been rocking a rocking a homemade Reverse Hyper for the last like four years. So we're we're upgrading that to uh, something a little more substantial there. 
I assume that's just you standing out by the mailbox, like looking at your watch, hoping that the truck is going to arrive at any given time. Well, yeah, you never know. Deliveries can always be weird. But for the most part, you'd be surprised how how smooth that actually does work around here with equipment delivery. I'm just I'm just giving you I'm giving you a hard time because I, I know I have nothing else to do but give you a hard time on this. I, I you, know that you agreed you agreed to come on this. You know, fool me well, once, no, fool me once. I, I shame, love it. Lay it on me. Fool me once, shame on shame on you. Fool me twice. Can't shame, get sh- shamed again. Can't get shamed. You're <laughs> you're you have you have shame immunity. That's how that that's how that's how that works. Okay, here's a question: A powerlifting gym, you get new equipment. The first like week it comes in, it's hot, it's fresh. You get that transformer bar in, you're using it, you're trying all the configurations, you're changing the pin location, you're doing all this stuff, right? And then mm-hmm. like, does it just go in the corner and is not used for like four or five months again? Because that's what I've noticed every powerlifting gym does. So this is a very good question, and it, it ties in with the home gym community too. When they think they need like specialty bars, and what specialty bar do I get next? Uh, I, you know, I got to have this like lineup of ten bars that I need to purchase. And to an extent, yes, you're 100 percent right. The the new toy shows up, everyone gives it a try, and 95 percent of the people never touch it again after the first couple of weeks. Where you see specialty bars and specialty items like that stick around is. There's always one person or a couple people that have, you know, that that shoulder problem or that knee problem or that back problem. And that specialty tool is the one that helps them work around whatever injury is in their training. And that's where you see it get used the most consistently is, is people that um, need to use. And like like a good example is the uh, the duffalo bar. Mm. Um, I, I never have like shoulder issues, squatting. It never bugs me at all. But there are a few guys in the gym that their shoulders are banged up all the time. And the difference between squatting and not squatting is a lot of times using that duffalo bar. And so for those guys, that is like the perfect thing. Like they're using it all the time. Me personally, not an issue. I never touch it. Uh, but that is the beauty of having a gym with all the stuff is the things there. If you need the tool, it's it's sitting there waiting for you. That is such a humble brag. Look, look, <laughs> look, look who's got healthy shoulders in the powerlifting community. It's Tommy, uh, folks. I, I think you got to be like like lift heavy enough to bang him up and i haven't got to that point yet so maybe there's chance a chance for me still you'll graduate from the pvc pipe pretty soon i'm not i'm I'm not i'm not i'm not too i'm not too worried well that is a a good point like it's sometimes the equipment you have the specialty equipment you have it's like that that minimum effective dose right it's right for Mm -hmm. those few people in the in the gym so i'm gonna ask you know name names you know, who has mobility issues in your gym? Let's violate all confidentiality here. No, I'm, oh, absolutely, I'm absolutely joking. I'm absolutely yeah. joking. <laughs> what is one piece of equipment you've gotten fairly recently that like you, Mr. Mr. Fresh Shoulders, like the day he was born, mm-hmm. uh, with an infant's mobility, yeah. which, which piece of equipment have you gotten recently that's actually changed the way or that you integrate into your training like pretty regularly? Pretty regularly. Oh boy. And this is another thing. I, when people ask, I'm like the most boring training person. I just stick to the basics. Like I, I very rarely deviate from the power rack, a power bar and uh, a few dumbbells. Like I, I keep it pretty simple. I mean, for me, we have a ghost combo rack and I love benching on the ghost combo rack. Just, it has the spotter arms built in. So it gives you a little more confidence if you don't have a spotter that day to watch you. So I use that thing multiple times a week. Um, other than that, I'm kind of just in the power rack. Nothing too crazy. I, I'm not. I'm not an exciting person to ask these questions to. With that, I'm pretty well, boring. 
I mean, this, we're talking about powerlifting here. That's what uh-huh. Massonomics is focused around. You all love all strength sports. That's what you give, we you do. Give, you give, you give due to all strength sports and all disciplines and manifestations of strength. But, you know, at the end of the day, you all are kind of for powerlifters by powerlifters when it comes down yeah, to it. And we have done, you know, there's, I've done a strongman competition. There's several guys in the gym that regularly compete in strongman. So we have all that stuff too. And, you know, if I was getting ready for a comp and that, I, I'd definitely be using more of that. But um, right now I've been on a pretty heavy or just really get back into the swing of things with powerlifting. So I don't deviate a whole lot from that at the moment. And that's on me for asking a power lifter, like, what's exciting about your training? Because <laughs> yeah. ultimately, yeah. it's a sport where it's, it's like kind of boring. <laughs> yeah, well, I'll uh, I'll squat and then um, I might I might bench and uh, it, I'll, I'll probably bench three times a week. Yep, do some squatting two to three times a week. Then deadlifts peppered in there a little bit, you know, some accessories here and there. You know, it's it's the go to. And then you talk to you talk to power lifters when they become specialists. And that's when people get really boring. When when three when you can't keep three things in your head and you only want to keep one, and then they just yeah. but you know, you know what? You never come across the squat specialist. Mm. It's always the deadlift or the bench specialist, right? Well, I see the problem there is they don't have a squat only comp. You know, you have bench only comps and you can do deadlift only comps, or you can do a push pull where you combine the two of them. But if I think if they had a squat only competition i think maybe you'd get some squat specialists i mean you have people i should clarify you have people who are known for their prodigious squatting like ray williams mm-hmm, right, right is is known for being like the great the heaviest completely raw squatter of of all time like actually not using a monorack actually walking it out you know, blah, blah 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 but i wouldn't call him like a squat specialist because the guy's also benching you know well over 500 pounds and deadlifting like as as his deadlift is only limited by the size of his quads because he has to loop the bar around it. Yes. Yes. So I don't know if it's fair to call him a, a squat specialist. But that's yeah. I don't think, you know, the thing is once guys get big enough to squat that much weight, you're just so strong in general. It, it's hard to let your other lifts leg behind. Okay. Do you have any lift specialists at the Massonomics gym? Um, yes, we do. We definitely have, we have some guys that can bench a lot. You know, we have several guys that can bench over 450. We, we had a guy not too long ago bench 500. So he has the the title of the strongest bench in Massonomics gym. Um, and then we have a few guys that can pull a lot of weight, uh, you know, in that uh, six to 700 range, a couple of guys that can even go just a little over 700 when their other lifts are are quite a ways below that. So <laughs> those would those would be the the two specialists, I guess you have there. Yeah, my deadlift was once oh, more than 200 pounds more than my back squat. And wow, uh, that's yeah, that's bad. That's but, bad. Well, I mean, I mean, you were deadlifting 900 pounds though, right? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> let's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hook grip. Yeah. Let's, thank, Tommy, I, you, you're being a buddy. I appreciate it. <laughs> so, because you live in the Dakotas, is, is the diet of the Massonomics gym members just mostly beef? Oh, yeah. Beef. Beef, baby. Um, you know, might mix some of that rice in, but it's <laughs> the diet is pretty simple. You know, beef and rice, maybe some veggies. Keep it easy. Beef and rice, rice and beef. If your cholesterol is mm-hmm. high, add some vegetables there. Mm-hmm. It's pre- pretty simple. Pretty simple living for the power. Yeah, you know, I community. mean, yeah, we're talking power. It's simple stuff here. You lift weights and eat, right? <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk a little bit about apparel. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, this is, this is okay. I'm opening it up for the shameless plug. This is, we're going to move some merch on this All podcast right. because there's one, there's one thing strength athletes love, and this is across sports. I don't care if you're into weightlifting, powerlifting, CrossFit, strongman, 
bodybuilding. Well, bodybuilding, no, because you're not really wearing anything. I should clarify. Mm-hmm. Um, but people who lift love buying too many clothes, and they love buying clothes that tell people they lift, right? Yeah. So you all are famous for selling some overpriced clothing based around lifting. Some of it's funny, and some of it's some of it's just very expensive. How are the apparel sales going? And you know, how's the mansion you're building? Yeah. <laughs> the man. Uh, so apparel sales are going really good. This is uh, t- so far this year. We're on track for our best year ever. Uh, we also the the Arnold you know happened again this year, so we got to get out and meet a bunch of people there. That's obviously a big weekend for sales too. So that was a ton of fun. Um, but yeah, apparel it, it's going great. We have all types of new stuff. Just just yesterday we came out with the first ever. Massonomics lift jorts, and we had a pretty awesome release for those. We got to team up with the with the people at Born Primitive to make that happen, so we were excited about that one. And yeah, it's just been a, a really fun year for us releasing new, different, unique items. Okay, give me a list if you don't mind of all the different types of apparel you all have released, like shorts, shirts, jorts. Now, like, what are all the different categories that you remember? Well, okay, so th- the main item is t-shirts. You know, we always have new t-shirts coming out every single month. So yeah, a lot of t-shirts. Uh, shorts are the the next big, most popular item. And anything from, we've done a variety of mesh shorts over the years. Mm-hmm. We just had our jorts come out. We had some custom cut and sew shorts come out earlier this year, which was, that was quite the learning process getting that going. Um, depending on the time of year, sweatshirts, joggers, and then headwear too, you know, beanies, caps that type of stuff and then we have all types of accessories so uh for home gym owners banners flags uh we got stickers koozies just all types of we've done different ammonias over the past different scented ammonias you know because you got to have you can't just have ammonia scented ammonia it's got to have a smell to it so we've done some uh some fun things there too so we're always trying to do something new and different i want you to make ammonias that are scented like those old yo play yogurts like like key like key lime pie, you know yeah. white chocolate white chocolate raspberry ammonia. That could be an option. We have some plans for for some different flavors. So far, we've done a beer scented ammonia. I like how you say flavors. Please don't eat the ammonia, folks. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, just, don't, just eat them, a... don't eat them. Uh, uh, some some scents in the works. But yeah, we've done so far. We've done a beer scented ammonia, and uh, last Black Friday we did a hot sauce scented ammonia. So we got we got some other things up our sleeve. Was that you just pouring Tabasco in the ammonia canisters? <laughs> well, you know, it's a spicy air. You got to spice it up. That's, that's what we do. <laughs> I love it. Okay. What, what about singlets? Like, is uh, there- we, we do have a custom singlet that you can order. Um, we've talked for a long time about getting actual singlets going, uh, like a, like an in-stock item. And we have some ideas there. Just, we always want to do something kind of crazy, but uh, singlets are tricky because people don't want anything too crazy because they got to wear it on their meat day and not look like a total goof. So, um, yeah, that's something that's in the works. We're, we're, we're playing around with some ideas there. I'm going to throw out some other, some other items. I just want you to give me your like gut reaction shooting okay, from, yes, shooting from yes, them. And yes, by the I way, like this. T- Tommy does not control massonomics outright, although he's working on a political coup in order to exert <laughs> yes. ultimate influence. Yeah, right? th- this is my chance to just uh, flex my muscle on all massonomics control here. This Tanner's, is just, not, Tanner's not in the discussion right now. So just pretend that this is not a bureaucracy. This is a cheertatorship is, really exactly. is really the goal here. Okay, I'm going to name some items. Um, like a beer collab with a local brewery. 
Yeah, so we actually have talked about that before too. The problem oh, is damn. our our local breweries are pretty small around here. And then the next problem is that we'd love to ship it. I think there's a lot of hoops you got to jump through to ship beers around. So I don't that that one just logistically there was some some issues. Okay, what about belts? Lifting belts? Yeah, lifting belts are awesome. We would probably do something there. Just got to come up with that cool, unique thing. I'm not sure what that is yet. Okay, so you've done jorts. We've okay. Course, yes. What about like the Canadian tuxedo? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, like a lightly branded or embroidered denim, I, denim shirt I jacket a, combo. I think that's a great idea, actually. Um, you're 100% right. We'll get the lift patch sewn on the corner. Um, yeah, it would tuck into your jorts. You'd be you'd be looking like a man on a mission then. The thing is, it has to be classy. You know what I mean? You can't. Oh just, yeah, there'd be there'd be a. A nice collar, maybe some shiny buttons on it. It'd, it'd be good. It can't be like a t-shirt where the entire front is just like a patch. It has to be just like a little bit more subtle. Oh, yeah. And, it'd be left chest for sure. It, yeah. Yep. Understated is the brand yes. you're going. Is it when you're yeah, subtle, understated? That's what we're all about here. When you're wearing more than one piece of denim, understated is really is really what you're going for. Okay. You live in a, is it, is it, are you all in the Midwest? Are you in the Mountain West? What is what is the region besides besides so, West besides West Northeast South Dakota? Yeah, so we um, yeah we're in the Midwest for sure. Where South Dakota is a little unique is that once you get on the west side of the state, I guess most people say South Dakota is Midwest, but the west side of the state feels nothing like the Midwest. It feels more like Colorado. You know, you have mountains and pine tree forests, and it's a whole different vibe over there. But Yes, we think of South Dakota as the Midwest. Okay, so the mid. Okay, I'm trying to think of other items that would be like specific to the Midwest. You have a lot of cold weather gear. Oh, we are in one of the cold. So this is what's amazing is like a week or two ago, I think the temp was like 105, and you know, just crazy humidity too. And what you what you have to consider when you live here is so you have an August, late July day where it's about 105. And in six months later, the temperature will be 140 degrees colder. You know, we get, it's not unusual for us to hit a week or two in January where it's like negative 30, you factor in wind chill, you can be negative 40, negative 50. So yeah, we, we deal with the temps around here. And people still slog it to the gym. They still make it there. You do, you do. That's like kind of the thing that keeps you going. Otherwise you just get hibernated up and you get, a, you know, get that cabin fever going. So the gym's what keeps you going. Yeah. If you're looking for like a three hour warm up. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you put on all the sweats. You work hard, and if you're lucky, by the end of the workout, you're getting a sweat. It, just then. Do you have to have like those disposable hand warmers like next to every major muscle group? You, you know, know, on the quads, I, on the glutes. Like that's not a bad idea. I don't do that though. I don't know many people that actually do use those things. So I, I should keep that in mind. Actually, that's because you're a native. You're you're exactly, a native of the, yeah. of the region. You're you're well, like you're grizzled. Tanner and I have like debates. Tanner says he doesn't like to even bring a coat with him because he feels like he has to babysit it and watch it. And so he'll he'll go like the whole winter essentially wearing a sweatshirt. And I don't I don't play that game. I gotta have a coat. You know, once it's below like zero, that's coat weather, man. You gotta have one. I'm sorry. This is the, the craziest phrase I've ever heard. Once it's below zero, that's coat weather. You should yeah. probably wear a coat. Y'all are yeah. y'all are a different type of person. Then I, I'm a soft East Coaster at this point. Like mm. this is why we can't meet in person because I don't. I'm I'm too scared. Like if we're at a several hundred mile distance, <laughs> I can like be on my high horse and kind of like poke fun. But as soon as we're in the same room, I'm gonna be the most timid person you've ever met. 
Oh no, no, no. It's, you know, Midwest people, we just got that, uh, that, that niceness to us. You know, you got to just smile and be nice about everything. So you got nothing to worry about. Well, you also got to repress the feelings until they bubble over (laughs) until into a volcano. Bury it deep inside. (laughs) Yeah. That's what you do. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, I cried once when I was a child, you know? (laughs) Okay. What, uh, what is coming? You've mentioned that there are some things you all talked about. What's coming up for massonomics could be on the social media front could be on the apparel front, could be on special guest celebrity appearances at events front that you wouldn't admit to anyone except you'll talk about it on the Barbend podcast. Give us some juicy details. Come on. Okay. So um, special guests, we do, we're working out the final details. Like as of yesterday, texts were being exchanged, but someone that is fairly well known in the powerlifting, coaching personality lifting space sounds like they're going to be making a trip to western northeast south dakota here in the next like three weeks i can't i can't say the name for sure i don't want to put too much heat on them but we should have a pretty special guest coming to uh shoot some video do a little collaboration with us and we're very excited about that so we got that to look forward to on the social media side of things i social media is so tough right now it's so weird because instagram's just trying to be tiktok and I don't know. You get stuck playing whatever game that is. So maybe you'll see some more reels from us right now. We still stick to memes pretty hard, but maybe you'll see some more reels. We, we, we talked about some, we've been brainstorming some ideas there and then apparel. We got We have sort of a, a fun collaboration coming up with a, uh, I'll just, uh, I can't, I can't spill the beans. Oh. Yet. I can't. We have a, we have a collaboration coming up with another really cool uh, apparel company in the powerlifting space that I think a lot of people that are fans of us and this other company are going to really like, and that'll be coming out in September. So September's got some exciting stuff in the, uh, uh, on the, on the horizon there. Just, okay. If it's the Gucci collab, just, <laughs> just kind of, just kind of nod, nod lightly is what I want. Is what I'm, I want. I'm winking both eyes. <laughs> yeah. The, the Gucci, the Gucci slash Massonomic slippers. Those are so, going to be. That's just people have been demanding it. And we're finally going to make it happen. The dead, the deadlift slippers, the Gucci deadlift slippers. Yeah, yeah, I like that. That could be something there. What do you deadlift in? Uh, the most I've ever deadlifted is five hundred and forty oh. pounds. Oh, I said, what do you deadlift in? Oh, what do I deadlift oh, I, in? I don't, I don't actually care. Believe it or oh. believe it or not, I don't care about. I actually don't care about your numbers. You do. Well, you. I that's, was kind that's of surprised. Great. I'm like, wow, we really changed. We really changed pace oh, there. But no, no, no. Um, what footwear? I'm sorry. What footwear? Yeah. Ta- so me, you're, you're strong. You're awesome. But 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 I'm more interested in 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 what you're rocking on the platform. This this is a this is a very timely relevant question right now because for years I have believed that the best powerlifting shoe has been the it's now doesn't exist anymore but the Reebok uh TR Lite high top, you know, we're talking like this was like prime powerlifting in probably 2015, 2016, yeah. somewhere yeah. on there. The thing was you a classic. You can't run in those. I tried once. You no, will, no, you will literally I, die if you try. I don't got to worry about that. That's, That's not fair. a concern at all. I'm not. That's I'm fair. not running here. But um, so I've had a pair of those that have only. They've never seen the light of day. They've just been in the gym since I got them, and that's been my go-to forever. But as of yesterday, uh, today's Friday, two days ago. Have you ever heard of the company Barefoot? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Barefoot. They're actually our neighbors to the north in Fargo, North Dakota. And they um, they sent us over a little surprise package with their Ursus high top um, shoe. And it's a very, very minimal, very I, I think it's a I think it's a cool looking shoe. Uh, they sent us that Wednesday night. 
I'm going to the gym shortly after this podcast and I'm going to try that out. So I'm, I'm excited to see what that's about. Yeah, I will say I am not so rude that I would get on this and ask you about your, unless you're like a record breaking athlete, <laughs> yeah. just like, like berate you about your lifts and your like training lifts. Oh, five, four, you suck, man. Yeah, Try again. I, that's, that's not, that's not my goal. I mean, like awesome, you know, that's great. Yeah. But, um, but you know, it was more about, yep. I care more about what you look like. When I you know that's, that's really at the end of the day, what matters, right? Style. Style, style. Yeah. When I do color commentary for USA Weightlifting, I'm always commenting on like people's headbands because I'm, I'm a big headband guy. Mm-hmm. And we literally get comments about the broadcast. They're like, can, can the can the commentators shut up about the headbands? Well, but that's the thing. Like in, in competitions, there's only so many options you get to kind of express your style, especially I would assume at a higher level, they maybe have a, a designated singlet they have to wear. So you have headbands. And outside of that, there's not a ton of options. Well, you're, you're a, a man rocking hair on the longer end of the spectrum do you are you a headband guy you know i'm not really i don't really wear headbands um i just it's never something i've done but yeah i do have pretty long hair well you have to try it maybe that would make my life better if i did maybe i should try that you have hair that's long enough to tie back my hair just oh kinda, yeah it grows not, yeah. my hair grows up so it's mm-hmm. like unless i want to do like the little um one of those little toys the little like trolls where their hair like looks <laughs> yeah. like a light like a light bulb uh, like yeah. up toward the top like then i have to then i have to i have to use a headband because yeah. when it gets See, well, sweaty it, it falls down into my face uh-huh. yeah if you ever let it get past that stage eventually it gets long enough where it's too heavy to stand up and then it does finally come down but yeah that, my, that does take some time like a neutron star if i get to that point my head will collapse <laughs> in on itself <laughs> due to gravity <laughs> So we're yeah. trying to trying to avoid that in a public right, setting. Yeah. At least. yeah, it sounds like a problem. <laughs> well, Tommy, this is the part of the podcast where I allow you to give the plugs, if you don't mind. Where can people learn more about Massonomics, which, as I understand it, is social media and then apparel. And then if you want to go deep, a podcast. And then if you want to go real deep is a physical gym space where, yes, you can, in fact, lift weights and connect with like-minded people. You recap that actually really well. I was almost thinking you were trying to trick me and change the order, but I do think you got it right there. I um, think so. Yeah. So if uh, uh, online, you can find us at Massonomics, Massonomics.com. Um, you know, people know how to use Google. Type in Massonomics, you'll find <laughs> us. Uh, we also have apparel, lots of apparel, new drops coming out every single month. You can find that on the website. Uh, the podcast, we've recorded a new episode of the podcast every single week, and we've done that for 333 straight weeks. Uh, you can find that wherever you find podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever that may be. And then finally, if you ever find yourself in uh, Western Northeast South Dakota, um, make sure to hit us up. We'll get you into the gym, and you're going to have a pretty good lift. In my mind, your gym mm-hmm. is located in an abandoned nuclear bunker. And I don't know uh, why. Okay, okay. Um, so you're not entirely wrong. The <laughs> the building I think was built like in the 20s or 30s. It was built. It's right on the edge of a railroad. So we are. Uh, it's like I would assume a big warehouse at one point. Um, but we are in the basement. So the basement has like 10 foot ceilings. It's, it's rather large, and there are actually nuclear fallout shelter signs uh, scattered throughout the building. So you you pretty much got it spot on there. I've I've been secretly stalking you all, which is difficult to do from this distance. Let me tell you, it's been <laughs> well, you're no doing sp- a great job. You're really doing it. <laughs> that's that's the validation as, that I need as a millennial. So I I, I appreciate it, <laughs> Tommy. It's always a pleasure chatting with you. I have a lot of fun, uh, and I hope people follow along with Massonomics because you all you add a lot of 
a lot of laughs to a community that sometimes takes itself too seriously. And, uh, and, and I really appreciate what y'all do. So I appreciate you coming back on the podcast. Hey, thanks for having me back on. And you nailed it. That's exactly what we're trying to do. Just have some fun with the power lifting, lifting, training, weightlifting space.